0: to let the music be your master. Uh thrilled to be with you today. My name's Jason Johnson. Uh got with me here my uh, my good friends that make up to let the music be your master brain trust. We've got Jordan Harmon here, Brandon
1: Arnold, Steve Ricks.
0: There we go. We're thrilled to t- to uh to be with you today. So we're season 2 now. That's right. Last time we talked about Soundtracks and movie music uh, I think for season 2 We're going to be exploring um, More like genre and um, Some more specific things Whereas season 1 we were looking more At like era and decade And so I'm super pumped uh, I get to lead the discussion today On one of my very favorite um, Styles of music We're going to have a discussion about funk We're bringing the funk today And, uh, <laughs> and I've got a I've got a little exercise we're going to participate in that I think will will be we'll see how it goes. I think it'll be pretty fun to do. Um I'll explain more in just a minute. But before we start, I want to try another thing. We have so to pull the curtain back a little bit, we um we have I think a couple text chains and email chains that are constantly going at any given time and um we share ideas but we pass around you know if we find something cool if we read a good article about music or see or hear something good we tend to share it and i always look at that stuff and think well it'd be cool if we could share because when i one of my favorite things to do is to find out what people that I like to talk to m- about music are listening to so I want to uh, start a thing um, we're going to call it the uh, this will be the inaugural Chaka Khan tell me something good moment um, and uh, we're going to ask Steve <laughs> today to share something something that's new to him um, that that he's been digging on lately that he's that's just kind of scratched him where he where he itch Steve <laughs> tell us tell us what you've been listening to
2: well, my pick for that, for the inaugural Tell Me Something Good, is the band Phantogram. Hmm. Yeah. They're a cool. uh, New York-based band, uh, formed in 2007, but their first release, I think, was 2010. Um, I just came across them through good old Pandora. All J. Pandora. Uh, jordan's favorite station that's right uh that's he, right that's he it. told me about him and so i just checked it out and uh <laughs> and uh he's been
3: evangelizing alt j and we're uh, <laughs> we're i'm an investigator I'm a, I'm a friend
4: he's on the fence he's really been evangelizing, kind of stringing him evangelizing on, stringing him hard a like yeah.
2: it's he's I'm trying to get a commitment out of jordan so yeah. Uh, we're having an Alt J uh, listening party on the discussions. August the 15th. Discussions. Will you come? <laughs> no. Uh- Anyway, so they, and, and as I looked into them a little bit more, it's, I guess they, Fantagram opened for Alt-J on one of their tours in the last little while. But anyway, a uh, couple of their big hits are When I'm Small. That was from their their debut release, and it's showed up, but you might have heard it. Don't play it. Don't play that one, though. Uh, you, you might have heard it on the radio or TV shows or whatever. I, I, I think a lot of, some of their most popular tunes have made it on various TV shows and And some movies over the last ten years. Um, Another big hit, "You Don't Get Me High Anymore," kind of a kind of a love song for the modern age, or a breakup song for the modern age. So that one's I think they're most they're most uh, used in TV shows and stuff like that, you know. Um, But my two favorite songs of theirs are uh, "Don't Move." And uh, blackout days, and so I thought if we could just listen to a minute or so of each of those tunes don 't move is is a, in the ma- in a major key kind of feels more happy uh, don't move is is in minor i, I mean uh, blackout days is in minor, a little darker, but both just kind of have that electronic rock. Pop dance groove. Can you tell me where these guys are from?
3: Because remember, I have to. If they're from Canada, then I have to like them. Yeah. If they're, <laughs> if they're from,
2: uh, they're from New York.
3: Yeah, okay. they're from they're that's, from New York, that's close. and it's
0: a it's a. Where does that fall uh, on your grid, Jordan? Yeah. Is, that is that okay? I, I
3: judge my music by region only. Yeah. I really don't listen to the music. <laughs> it's all about wow, where they're from. We'll explore that later. Some parts uh, of New
1: York are actually north of Toronto. So that's that, right. That so
2: might
3: count. No, New York's got some. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Niagara, very close. Um, so Sarah Barthel and Josh Carter, uh, uh, male female duo. Kind of, you know, we see similar formations of that, this all over the place with the female. She, I think he sings a little bit occasionally, but it's mostly her. It's mostly her, and it's the kind of like you know. All right, let's let's hear let's some of this. Let's just stop
1: the <laughs> chit chat. There yeah, we
2: go. We got EPs going to come in and and just.
1: Like, there's four more minutes of that
4: <laughs>
1: I was oh, digging
3: it Didn't even okay. get to no, singing I was hearing, I was hearing some, some funk resonances in that There was maybe something so, I've, got, I've so. got the ingredients here Brandon, Brandon with a
1: sneak attack <laughs> Okay, blackout days? Blackout days, just That, that one was d- Don't Move Yes, that's right Now we're going to hear blackout days Give us a little bit of blackout <laughs> days Just Let's let it go
2: us. at least till she starts singing I didn't realize
1: this was the cure And it would take Let's, a minute for them to start but. Oh my heck Who is this guy?
2: full fade out brand and the last mm-hmm. one was a little clunky if you could just pay attention <laughs> fix to it that
3: fix it in post yeah fix it, fix i like that both post. of these songs better cool. than the, any of all j stuff just
4: already <laughs> no
3: seriously there's something yeah. about it that's uh have you heard them before j- brand, uh, jordan i've heard the name but i haven't they're good, I know, I haven't good. yeah, yeah you'd like them
0: yeah, yeah. um Great pick. Anything else you want to add? So Steve right now is listening no. to uh, Fantagram. New to him, not necessarily new group. If you like Fantagram yeah. already, then you're a music match for Steve. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't uh, heard of them, check them out. They're pretty cool. Careful. Are you, are you <laughs> not available? Musically, musically I'm available. Is there like right. a music Tinder out there? Not, <laughs>
3: not for like romantic sexual oh hookups. We're, for, for we're, like, working we're working on it. Brandon's working on it. We're in his pro- Kobe, trying to find his music friends. <laughs> who, who are you a music match with?
0: Got it. Mm- makes sense all right uh let's get into the funk the thing that has brought us together so we're going to talk about uh funks the way we're going to do it uh i'm gonna we'll talk a little bit about kind of first impressions what are what try to define funk if that's possible and then um i realized after a season of this we're clearly a, a very credible um institution here at let the music be your master and so i think we have
1: maybe the most credible
0: yeah as far as i know <laughs> yeah we are
1: yeah i mean whoever it <laughs> we was haven't that checked they, other sources whoever <laughs> it was that nasa hired to you know compile the golden record for right. the satellites if they do that again it's clearly gonna be us no doubt no yeah. doubt
0: because to my knowledge those other those other rubes don't have a, a podcast nope Suckers. <laughs> um so as the authorities, we're going to uh, create we're gonna create uh Let the Music Be Your Master Hall of Fame. And we'll, what we'll do is we're going to create um different wings within the Hall of Fame and it will be like any Hall of Fame, sports, rock and roll, whatever, every year there's there's new people that are eligible. And today we're going to put together our first round of uh, songs that we are nominating for the the Let the Music Be Your Master funk wing of the Hall of Fame. We'll each get three picks. It's going to be done kind of draft style. I'll explain the rules in a minute. Before we do that, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about funk. Uh, it's my favorite style of music. I think I think I can actually say that it it, to a certain extent changed my life it certainly um, impacted like a musical trajectory that I found myself on I think my um, my earliest affiliation with Jordan is directly because of funk we were both um, playing in in different bands and we ended up kind of uh, at this this home jamming together where we would um, we would share Music and we would just get together and, and try to find grooves that we could jam on. And I remember distinctly the the first time we were there, and I was super pumped. I had, at that point I was really into Sly and the Family Stone and the Meters. My friend Dwayne had put me onto both of those, and the Meters just kind of blew my mind. Like their ability to manipulate um, rhythm and their their kind of aesthetic was so it it, it resonated so uniquely with me and I I really dove deep and I didn't for funk I didn't initially get into like James Brown who's you know right at the center of what whatever funk is and Jordan comes and starts jamming with us and Jordan's like hardcore James Brown guy and he's talking about this cat named Maceo Parker that I've never heard of and start digging into it after these conversations and suddenly the JB's come into my field of vision and kind of change everything for me and and this element of horns that is much more pronounced on the James Brown side of things than um, perhaps how like Sly or the meters used it and it all just kind of came together and that's what I you know I think influenced my taste for hip-hop my taste for A lot of different elements of music but it's fun it's fun to reminisce and so to this day this is still like this is my comfort food funk is is the thing i go to when i want to just like feel a certain way and uh so i'm i'm pumped to be able to talk about it um jordan did i get that story right you know i i i mean memory
3: is interesting right but i definitely remember (laughs) you introduced me to the meters and i know i was a james brown fanatic and the jb's and and maceo i i started with the jb's and at first i was like oh james brown is kind of weird he's like living in america and that's not cool but then i got (laughs) not that living in america isn't cool but uh you're you're referring to the
1: rocky four song. that
3: song was just
0: really jordan was so ahead ahead of his time (laughs) in 1993 I he was didn't, woke he already. Didn't think <laughs> living in <an>
2: <laughs> no, it was cool. No, he was over it. <laughs> you know, I'm over this. A lot of
3: musicians go through their stages where they're like great, and then they're like a legend, but they're still doing stuff, and it's just not as cool. Anyway, James early James Brown. I eventually got into, and and I'm happy to hear that I I introduced or or was part of that. But I definitely remember being in a band with you with with Michael Benson. Why with did Nick you Johnson, put that
1: in in air quotes? A band, yeah.
0: I,
3: I think that was appropriate
1: I, well,
0: I, <laughs> I, I, I fully agree with I was Eric kind of, <laughs> I,
3: I'll be honest I wouldn't have put it in air quotes but I thought we were more of a thing than what you're saying you're like we ended up well, uh, we did. I mean, practicing in a house once or twice. I was like, "Wait a minute! Didn't we wasn't did. this We'd, like the peak of my life?" When we played I was in this band, we played Bilbo Baggins, we and, played a few shows. <laughs> we had
0: like somewhat of a rotating lineup. We had um, some groupies. We had.
3: I, I went bus. to a few of those we shows. They were fun. We played at a show with you. you I, you I and Brian for you one Watts time. opened yeah. for us. Yeah. yeah. I feel like to, we had a song called Colonel, not mustard, but Colonel
0: something. Probably. Does that Does that ring a yeah, bell? I think so. I don't know, but...
1: All right, let's move this along. Kay. Let's move it along. Um, Reminiscers.
0: Um, so, so <laughs> yeah. two things. Brandon. Yes. Actually, no, before we do that. So, I've queued up. We're going to try to define funk. I'm going to have Jordan give us a, a brief definition of funk here in just okay. a minute. Before you do that, I, I made a montage I want you to play. This is like 1967 to 1980 funk in three minutes, 27 seconds. And... uh this will give you a sense of the evolution and kind of the, uh, the I guess aesthetic uh, that that is typically considered funk.
3: So glad you added this one. <laughs> <I> love this <laughs> So <song>. good.
0: <laughs> Alright, you can kill it, Brandon. So you did, we just went on a uh, twenty-three year that musical jersey or yeah. journey <laughs> and uh and that's kind of funk in music. And I know I miss some, uh, but I, I tried to... <laughs> a good to, job. That's, I, that's I exactly to, 69 to 82.
3: Yeah, that's I tried uh, to
0: put in kind of the, the sweet spot. Yeah. So before we have you define it, Jordan, Brandon, first thoughts, first impressions. If I say funk to you, what comes to mind?
1: I think dance music okay. overall. Made for dancing. Irresistible dance music. You cannot... You can't help yourself. <clears throat> um... With an emphasis on kind of very noticeable bass lines. Uh, The bass is prominent, uh, often fairly complicated bass lines, uh, but not always. And more more complicated than normal pop uh, percussion drums, syncopated drums, as opposed to boom, 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 it might be boom, 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 Something like that. Um, so that's that's my main overall impression of of funk in general. Uh, often accompanied by costumes <laughs> and certain hairstyles. Uh, maybe not always.
0: No, I think that's uh, I think yeah. that's definitely a, a yeah. trope. A, a- a Part of the aesthetic there especially second
3: half there 's yeah. kind of I kind of break it up into two i don 't know if this is so no, like, get into it Jordan,
0: one, d- define funk
3: tell well, us
1: I'll, I, oh, one I, more thing yeah yeah uh, as it fits in the dance music genre, it also tends to be very repetitive overall, yeah. uh, so if it 's a long song it 's probably going to be a lot of the same stuff uh, throughout throughout the song, so I would say the songs themselves aren 't necessarily that complicated but a lot of those baselines will be or other parts of it. Right.
3: Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's definitely about feel over like complicated musicianship or even intricate kinds of things. It's about what it kind of does to you from the inside. Like, can you not, can you sit still while this groove is happening? And when I first started listening to funk, it was high school years And, you know, I was playing the saxophone and my saxophone teachers were telling me, hey, listen to something, you know, find music that you like. Try Charlie Parker, try different stuff, Stan Getz. And a lot of it was kind of like felt like homework at the time. I wasn't like, oh, I'm loving listening to bebop. You know, it was cool, but it was like felt like homework. And when I first heard Maceo Parker, I was just like I was a kid. I was not a dancing type of kid at all. I didn't like to dance but funk music it's like I couldn't hold still it was like this music makes me want to bob my head or dance or whatever and so um, it was like Billy uh, Elliot I found my wing no I'm just like, <laughs> is that the movie Billy Elliot where the kids like wants so. to dance wants to be a dancer uh,
0: yeah that's, that's no, it
3: <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. But but really, it's a kind of music that that um, you know puts a glide in your stride and a dip in your a dip hip, in your head, I hip. might yeah. say. <laughs> um, that's a funk reference. But for in terms of uh, ingredients, there's the syncopation is turned up to eleven. The bass line is b- brought out prominent with the syncopation. The drums are syncopated. The guitar is de-emphasized, and oftentimes there's two guitars in the James Brown stuff. But it's back there, and you and you—it's definitely a, an important part of it. But it's it's almost like if you want to pick it apart, it's really it's really back behind, which is different than other popular music of the time. Um, and and everything's doing something different, something very simple usually, and very different. And it kind of percolates together in this bubbling stew melodies and, and vocals are also back but you've got james brown style was the screaming and grunting and kind of commenting and calling out hits it's interesting that other funk bands the vocalists didn't really do that but they also didn't really have a lead vocalist as much as they had kind of a chorus of people repeating something Then you've got innovations like slap bass that came along. You've got things... Well, you've got the one, which was from the beginning, James Brown's... Like, it wasn't that two and four wasn't still... It wasn't like everyone's going to clap on the one and the three, but every two bars, the downbeat was was emphasized by at least the bass, the drum, the horns, kind of a... And that's what... When uh, Steve played... Is it Fantagram? That first song, it was two bars and then the one... And the second one, too. They each had a, a thing on the one. So you're every describing two like in a, in a
0: typical four-beat two measures. measure, yeah. the first beat of every measure. Of every two, of measures. Every two measures. Of every two measures, yeah. And, and
1: uh, I'm going to be listening for that now. So <laughs> it's, it's really, it's really fascinating to true. listen
0: for that. Bootsy, there's an interview. Uh, the Guardian interviewed Bootsy like, in, in 2020. He's still doing stuff. Yeah. And he talked about that. And he said that's what changed. So he started off. James Brown kind of Mm -hmm. famously stopped paying his band and they walked out on him. And so he had to get a new band and he brought in the JB's and Bootsy Collins started off before he was in Parliament Funkadelic as the bass player for the JB's. And he tells in this interview how James Brown changed everything for him because his soul emphasis was on the one. He's like, I don't necessarily care what you do between the ones. Yeah. That's where the funk happens, but everything is about the one. And yeah. so when you listen especially to like Sly and the Family Stone and James Brown and JB's stuff, everything is yeah. built around the one. Can
3: we can we cue up a 10 second thing that James Brown um it's on if you go to the I was listening to last night. It's it's Cold Sweat and this might be drafted it might not we listened to it i think in our 60s episode i believe i picked it but if you
1: here, here comes the spoiler yeah here's the spoiler
3: <laughs> no but this is relevant for what we're doing and but it's not it's not the song it's james brown it's the cut right before the song starts you hear him directing his group and you'll hear him singing kind of different parts and doing this pop on the one so it's cold sweat but it's from the the motion picture like the movie that came out recently the bio, biopic And they they included, in the first 10 seconds, James Brown's voice in the recording studio kind of singing the first, like, you know, few bars.
5: You get it? That's a pop, okay? One, two, one, two, three,
6: ho! I don't care!
1: That's the one. That's the one. Okay. And
3: you hear him pop. And he's doing these little ghosted syncopated like drum things in between and clapping and it's like the the his band a lot of them were like jazz musicians and stuff yeah. but they like were also trying to make money and jazz wasn't making a lot of money in the 60s. I mean Duke Ellington was playing in like high school auditoriums in the 60s. And so you have these jazz musicians who are can play amazing stuff but they're like if this is making the money. So, and they're taking you know cues from James Brown, who's singing it. Okay, we'll do this kind of feel. And so he really was. They call him the Godfather of Soul, which is interesting because really he He's, was, he's the he's the president, what, emperor of funk. I don't know he, what he is. <laughs> the
0: emperor, the czar, <laughs> yeah.
3: the czar of funk. One last thing on funk, and then I'll then I'll shut my mouth for a little while. Um, is that it, to me? It's one of the easiest genres to actually identify. And say, this is funk or it's not funk. And you had an interesting, funny way of, like, kind of... Discuss- <laughs> but so there's so many other genres, you're just kind of like, what is R&D? So, what is So soul? the way, the way I like described demorphous. it,
0: in the 1960s, the Supreme Court tried to officially define, make a definition for what, uh, what, what pornography was. And the definition was, I know it when I see it. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so uh, that's, that was how I, I defined it for our Hall of Fame rules, what, for what qualifies as a funk track in the hall of fame is we'll know it when we see it we'll know it when we hear it um and i I feel kind of the same way there is definitely a feel where you just kind of smile and go all right that's that's funky that's funk um Mr. Ricks. So something stuck out that Brandon said that I think is a, a really perfect explanation for why I like it and why there's, I think, a, a kind of unique appeal. It, he described it as irresistible. There's something about it that really like makes a person that may not even be inclined to like overtly move to music, really kind of bounce and move.
1: You're referring to yourself? <laughs> All,
4: always. <laughs> <laughs>
1: only, only ouch. Ouch. Is there anybody
4: else? <laughs>
0: <Zing>. <laughs> it's always a matter of projection. Um, any thoughts, Steve, on what it is about funk and kind of the structure of funk that might make it irresistible like that? And do well, you agree with Jordan's description?
2: Well, back in 1943, Johnson and Krasinski <laughs> did a psychological study. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, By the way, we're
0: officially calling this Nerd Corner. Yeah. Nerd Corner. On our side? Or he's in he's in
4: uh, uh, okay. in general?
2: I think these guys have nailed it pretty good. I mean, everything they said jibes with my feeling about... Funk, and uh, I think I don't know if this answers your question. I mean, the one word that I associate with it is polyrhythmic, and that that's kind of a a fancy multisyllable word that describes some of the things they've both been describing these uh heavily rhythmic layers that all kind of work together but each layer is kind of like its own thing has its own syncopation fits in the cracks in different ways and then you have these periodic moments you know the downbeat of every two bars where it just locks back in but then across those two bars you get all this interesting uh, interaction and so I don't know. Maybe maybe that's what makes you want to want to groove and move. I think the the bass is something at that frequency that you just feel in your gut. You know, I mean th- those low thumps from the the kick bass drum and the and the the bass line are, are just that low frequency that actually rattles your bones and stuff. So maybe that's part of what just grabs you immediately, gets you going. Mm. But. I mean, with with the James Brown stuff. I mean, it, I, I tend to zero in on that. Yeah, that late '60s stuff. That it's as the quintessential stuff. It's so tight, and there's so many of these different layers, but they all just work together so complimentary that I, I just you, I can't help but smile. And and when James Brown has his little ho oh! or you know shouts mm-hmm. that just kind of fit in in just the right spot and everything, it's just I don't know. It just makes you feel good.
0: Yeah, it does. Awesome.
2: I want to move? Thank you. Perfect no. explanation. So, a couple. <laughs> I'll only
0: add like two two things. Um, only the, twenty more minutes. The bass. <laughs> the bass is a huge part. Typically, a bass guitar. Um, a name that comes up a lot is a guy named Larry Graham. He inv- he gets credit for inventing the the slap bass technique, which kind of opened up a different sound. So if you hear slap bass, that's kind of a common thing in in funk. Uh, Larry Graham was in Sly and the Family Stone. And then Jordan mentioned ghost notes. Um, Sometimes I'll call them like chop, chop rhythms in guitar. They're these kind of muted. um, A lot of times on the guitar side in the higher register, Seemingly in the background, but they, they add a, a really interesting complexity to the music. Anyway, super fun. We've nerded out enough. Let's do this thing. Um, we're gonna have a draft now. We're gonna we're going to nominate.
3: I better be in the top two picks. We're, oh bet, yeah, I've wait till to, you find out how I've we're got gonna to do be in that. the top two. We're picks. gonna nominate.
0: <laughs> we're gonna nominate um, our each, We each get three picks. We are going to enshrine twelve songs into the first. Class of the let the music wait, be wait, our master. You're saying
1: that we're nominating though.
0: Well, we're picking. We're they're they're in.
3: There's
1: no nomination. It's no. it's a one. We're selecting. Fair, fair enough. Okay.
0: We're selecting. Fair enough. <clears throat> we are selecting. So okay. don't mess this there's up.
1: No, there's no discussion after the nominations. It's there's, we,
2: there's no ballot and then voting down to a smaller. Yeah, group it's, it's not. This is not a democratic
0: process. This is not. You do not have to get consensus. You make your pick and you have to stand by your pick. And you better not
3: oh, mess man. this up because okay. you, better, okay. you better pick oh, the geez. twelve things that the future,
1: Jason.
0: the future of funk
3: oh, history.
1: I am ready. Relies oh, on. The, I'm ready for this. <laughs> the aliens
0: are are
2: depending on it.
0: Um, so here's how it's going to go. I'm going to. Uh, I've got. I downloaded. Um, I downloaded this this really fancy app. It's random number generator. It's got generator. a spinning. It's got a spinning wheel. And I put all of our names on the spinning wheel. Wheel. Wait, that's one of my spinning wheels. No. Yeah, spinning oh. wheel by Blood Sweat and Tears. Yeah. Um, there we go. So it's got all our names on it. I paid ninety nine cents for it so Whoa. that I wouldn't have to Ooh. get uh, advertisements. Ninety three so cents see, too much. We're all oh, wow. a, this is what's going to determine our. Border. I could have brought
2: my twister spinner. We'll but, stay. Oh well.
0: we'll stay in order, and uh, the rules are only two songs per artist can be submitted. Um, so there's a couple things we need to decide. <laughs> the rules are unfolding. And I'm just, just going to declare it. I'm going to say Funkadelic and Parliament are two different groups. Oh, really?
3: Okay. No, that's, you know what? That counts. That counts. No. <laughs> yeah, you can do
0: that. But then oh, James so Brown funny. and the JBs are are different, too. So that That's the problem. Yeah. If we do that, you know what?
2: I think that's fair. I don't
3: Parliament know.
0: Parliament Funkadelic, two different. James Brown and the JBs are two different entities as well. Yeah, and
3: they, for, are, they for are
1: people that are noobs to this. People that are noobs that still somehow get 3 votes. In, <laughs> in this entrament, uh, why would that even be an issue? Are they not two different bands? So, in the case of Parliament and Funkadelic, George Clinton is the founding member of both,
0: and mm-hmm. he basically ran two bands simultaneously that he was actively a member of. They are different bands, but they get grouped together a lot. You'll hear the like the P Funk family or the P Funk All Stars, um, and it's kind of this loose collective. They're different musically, um, but they're of the same origin. So they both have George Clinton, yeah, and they both have
1: and the rest of the musicians. To a certain extent, they have
0: well, there's the same musicians. Overlap, yeah. Oh, one so one relies like more on horns. And yes. Yes. You did this. You, two, three, two you didn't know,
3: but you were channeling George Clinton with your <laughs>
0: one alter ego. Parliament relies more heavily on horns. Funkadelic relies more heavily on electric guitar. Yeah. Like Eddie Hazel and Funkadelic was playing like psych rock. Um, the the JBs and James Brown. The JBs were James Brown's backing band, but they also did um, their own their albums own albums, and their
3: own tours, and stuff.
0: So I'm fine doing that because I'll be curious
3: to Does see
1: the JBs stand for the James Browns.
3: Yeah, but they had different names for there was there was Fred Wesley in the JBs, who was their trombone players. Just the JBs, then it was Maceo and the Max. So they, they released a JB's anthology that's one of the best, if you're going to get the greatest hits, of this kind of old... So like the, the JB's 60s or split 70s. off. Stuff.
1: They parted ways with James Brown, but S- kept their name. At
0: different they, times. So they yeah. actually came in after his first band walked out on him because he wasn't paying. Right. And then they stood by him.
1: They're like, we're okay with not getting paid.
0: They, well,
3: they, it's a little more complicated, because Maceo Parker was one of those who left. Yeah. And I, I don't think Fred Wesley was there yet, but then he came back... You know, so Bootsy and some other like Bootsy was like nineteen or really young.
1: We're we're getting too yeah, far. Anyway, we we'll, got to hear some yeah, stuff. Let's let's. All right, let's so sorry. Okay. two, two per artist. Um,
0: we're gonna we each get three picks. Don't mess this up, guys, because this matters for decades to come. <laughs> this
3: think oh of the boy. children. And the
1: pressure's on. Oh um, why why would I not? Why would I mess this? You know, up? It, you never. <laughs> I'm just
3: excited to hear some some good tracks. I this
0: just, is uh, so this
3: is the you order. P- pick
0: come on the wheel is spinning.
1: Uh-huh. Have the you first assigned pick, his colors. Oh, the baby. first
0: pick goes to Jordan. Oh, oh wow. Wow. Shoot. Wow. shoot. So okay. we're, gonna, we're we'll establish the order. Okay. Second pick goes
2: to Oh, oh, it's sped up there. Uh, Jordan, Jordan again. Well Jordan uh, you can't have the
0: second and paid, the first pick You paid ninety nine cents for this app I want my money back. The spirit of funk has spoken. That uh <laughs> it, that is evidence that this is random. You just need to get Hey
2: Jason number two. Four sided die. Well let's just go clockwise. <laughs> number three? No, we're f- the app
3: the app <laughs> yeah. is determining this. Jordan's number three and then <laughs>
1: Steve, number three, we're going clockwise. <laughs> okay, okay, <All> right. <laughs> All right. okay, okay. Wait, so. wait, wait, wait. But then, like a real draft, then do I get fourth oh, and know, fifth? you want to know? I get g- fourth and fifth. Do you want to go right? serpentine? Yeah. I don't know. That's
3: how real draft works. Oh, yeah, it is. Not
0: well, the NBA. It's up for
1: debate
3: what? in
0: fantasy football. It's a common thing the serpentine draft. That's right. It's in, true. Uh, in real it's life true. drafts, it's not. It usually just circles around. Um, yeah, no, it's not. That's we're just going right. to stay in the order. Whatever. traditional draft. <laughs> okay. 1, 2, three, four, one, two three, four. Brandon, you're a gamer. Right. You know how it goes. Clockwise, Jordan. boom. That's it. You've got the, okay, first pick. I got the first pick. You are on the it's clock. Pick.
3: Okay. So with uh, the first pick of the 2020 annual Hall of Fame Funk Draft, because we're going to do this every year with <laughs> with Funk. We <I> might <laughs> even do it every six months if we need to. I, I'm going to have to pick a James Brown song. It's of not course. not a surprise. And I I went over this. I was up until 3 a.m. last night. Jason knows this. This is not a lie. Oh my gosh. Um, because I was, you know, I finally was going back, and it was just amazing and i'm gonna go with the song from 1968 i got the feeling um and i want you to listen to well do whatever you want but the the drums and this the snare the placements the syncopation is so just out of this world amazing it's just so different than anything you've heard before um 1968 i got the feeling james brown
5: Uh, 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 uh. I got the feeling, baby, baby, I got the feeling. you don't know what did you do to me, deep heart.
1: What, what were his live shows like? What would that be like to oh, go to a it'd live... It would be
3: amazing. One thing, super a lot energetic. Of s- a lot of sweat. A lot of sweat, which is related to the name funk, which was really about body odor and about working hard. <laughs> Seriously, like, the, the origin was that people would be like, make it funky. It's kind of like, bring some stink, work hard, oh, yeah. like, dig deeper into the kind of... Because people were sweating, people were, you know, and... But one of the things about his live shows When you watch his stuff The, the BPM is a lot faster A lot of times which, which to me isn't as funky But live it would have been more energetic But the beats per minute are usually between 90 and 110 In funk music And it wasn't like they set out yeah. like this is what it is It's just there's a feel And it was slower than the dance music that came the 10 years before it was just a bit slower. The like dance music before it's mashed potatoes and doing this the swimmer thing and all that stuff. And this stuff is like there's more kind of an angular kind of dancing and like a like a strutting. He and, would uh,
0: he would wear a cape yeah. and high heeled boots. They called him the hardest working man in show business. He right. never stopped moving. He was dancing and screaming right. the whole time, like glistening in sweat. Right. Um, just incredible. Yeah. Absolutely. This song itself isn't... I picked it
3: partially. It's kind of a... It's not a deep cut. It's on all the greatest hits albums, but it's not like the one that I think most people would think is like the first, and so I wanted to pick it because it's just one of the funkiest songs of good, all time. Good maybe, pick. Maybe the mm-hmm. funkiest. It,
0: it, the first pick of the the Funk Hall of Fame, it, it absolutely deserves to go to James Brown, yeah, so I'm, absolutely. I'm good with
2: that. Yeah, yeah, there's something about the drums that it, it you hear that downbeat so clearly every two bars like you say but somewhere there after that downbeat it's like it's amorphous yeah, yeah. you lose your footing and I can't I can't oh, and it's a little still mysterious to me like is it, is it that there's a really hard snare hit on beat yeah. two that kind of throws me off and then there's a there's all these things that throw me off where I suddenly I think the, the beat shifted by an yeah. eighth note or something and then it's like oh we're back back at it well the, you know, there's it a
3: counterpoint to it right infectious. like the box counterpoint that is like between bass guitar and drums that it's like this kind of it's a puzzle that fits together, but it, but there's not one part that you can rely on. You yeah. need every single part. You know, anyway. Well, maybe,
1: maybe that's what uh, what ties in with the irresistibility of the dancing, is that the, it uh, it expands the freedom of, of movement. You're, mm-hmm. not, you're not stuck mm. with the, yeah, yeah. the one-four... Uh, beats, you can move at any 16th note in there and there's something happening. So that's <laughs> if you want to shoot yeah, your maybe. arm out at any <laughs> any moment, <laughs> it'll, it'll fit somehow. That interview with Bootsy, that's actually how that's he defined point. the funk.
0: He said the funk it's, is what happens between the ones. Yeah, he goes, yeah. as long as you get back to the one, it doesn't matter what you do in between. Right. And that freedom, yeah. but also with limitations, do whatever you can yeah. to this point and then you have to come back here Creates, I think, some really, really creative um instances. Yeah. Right.
1: I mean, you th- you think of rock music that you're headbanging to, you're going one, two, three, four, mm-hmm. you know, you're headbanging to the, but this, well, <laughs> yeah, it can, be, it can fit in right. Right? We
0: need a gif. We need a gif of this <laughs> that we do. Really, yeah, <laughs>
3: no, the, the, it's interesting to think of it as the how it makes dancing different because there's James Brown dancing on stage, but there's like you know at the funk parties at the Harmon home in 1994 or whatever <laughs> a bunch of white 16 year olds in <laughs> 70s clothes like from savers and like we were doing funk dancing and when you watched people from back in the day like on soul train we were dancing like i'm not going to say it was the same but similar it was like more elbowy and angular and like there was a simical, similar physical yeah. response. It to ma- the music. It's just like the music brings it out of you, and it's not that it's like you're doing it off the beat. It's there's beats to it, but it's angular dancing. Why it's a am little I imagining something
2: more like Elaine Bennis from?
3: uh Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which that's was, right. By the
0: way, which was to a funk song that was to Earth Wind and Fire. Oh, yeah. that was that was shining. Style. She was she was <laughs> funk dancing. She
3: just wasn't doing it on any discernible beat. If she yeah. could, if she was on the one or you know in there. All right, then, give
0: me my damn picture. Okay. Okay, number two. Yeah. I think I have to do this. Drum roll sample. Sly and the Family Stone. Thank you for letting me be myself again.
2: Good pick. Again, not a deep
0: track, but if you're thinking about like what... Created. What is the genesis of funk? Sly and the Family Stone has to be part of it. This is where you hear that slap bass. Bass player is Larry Graham, who gets credited for inventing this bass technique. Um, it's a very prominent slap bass. This is the song that like made me fall in love with the bass. This thing, it it somehow like absolutely penetrated my musical soul in such a different way. I, I didn't look at things the same after. So this is still one of my favorites. And Janet Jackson stole part of it yeah, for Rhythm This Nation. was
3: one of my top three, so I, I'm glad it went, you know. <laughs>
0: kill it Sly Stone super important character in the history of rock in general not just funk um, very politically minded very active had um, you know, battled his own demons but their band that band's really important I think every human should own a copy of Fresh and There's a Riot going on by Sly and the Family Stone great albums great listens
2: Excellent. nice
0: great pick love it
2: Nice.
3: And Larry Graham went on to do Graham, Graham Central Station. Se- Sa- Central, Central
0: Station, which is such a great band name.
3: And then he went on to be Prince's bassist yeah. in, and and close friend,
2: kind of father figure in a way, mentor. Okay,
1: pick number three. Hi, right,
2: Steve. You know, if you got pick number three and there's still a Heisman Trophy winner available, you're, g- you're, g- you're going to go for it. So mm-hmm, I got to right. go JB, but the question is... <laughs>
3: Ugh. There's so many good ones. I just
2: feel like Cold Sweat has to be in there, but uh, I, I, can, can I can I poll? Can I can I phone a friend? Can I poll the audience? Nope. Uh, it's between Cold Sweat and Get Up. <laughs> I feel like being a sex machine. Mm. Oh, jeez, They're both so good. And Cold Sweat, I kind of feel like it, w- it would have to be there, but I feel like I want to pick Sex machine because it's it's a different side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's it's moving into the seventies a little slower. I think. Uh, when it, so get up! I feel like being a sex machine. Sweet,
5: Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. Go ahead, go ahead. I want to get into it, man. You know, like a like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it. You know, can I count it off? Go ahead. One, two, three, four. Get up! Get on up! I like a sex machine. You got to have the feeling. Shoot your bone. Get it together. Right on, right on. Get up. Get on up. Get up.
3: We gotta hear until the bridge. We gotta hear it till the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna take us to the bridge. Is he? Yep. Okay. And this is part of funk too. His thing is, he would do this thing where he talked to his band like, "Should I take us to the bridge? I... Is that in this one?" Uh, I mean it's in several of them. When he's a, like, it's a common he's, thing he he's does, bringing it up.
5: Yeah.
1: Where yeah. were these albums recorded? Basically live in the studio. The I'm so not sure. they all in the room playing.
3: I think so. It I think feels it like it. Yeah, I think so.
0: This is an example of the repetitive nature yeah, of here the Brandon described. Here it is. <laughs> Take him to the bridge.
5: <laughs> Take him to the bridge. Take him to Come on. Now. Stay on the scene like a sex machine. Way it is, I've got my ticket, he got his, stay on the scene, like a loving machine, stay on the scene, like a loving machine.
2: They bring it All right. right back Yeah So right. good The uh, I, what, What's interesting to me About this track is like It's a little more minimal At the beginning mm-hmm. right Like it's There's fewer layers Than I got the feeling mm-hmm. In Cold Sweat And it's interesting to me Just to see with As Jay, James Brown evolved To look at the different bands It's like What elements have to be there And what elements Kind of evolve And change in our In our Interchangeable. You got to have the drum set and the bass and, and that funky line. You got You got to have a guitar. I think like probably one guitar, but like here, I think it's just one guitar, right? And it's and we don't really get that muted rhythm guitar. We just have the strumming guitar and and the vocal duet, and then we get piano in here, which is kind of new, right? That's that's kind of a, but, but obviously keyboard in the '70s becomes a real big part, but mostly synthesizer or you know Klavanova f- for Stevie Wonder or whatever
6: I'll get That's into right. it on one yeah. of my, yeah. I think yeah.
0: one of my picks don't, so there, they they kind of went full ahead. circle on the on the piano the the piano was a, was there in the very beginning like pre James Brown but then James Brown right. had okay. this, this band with incredible like horn players that that were so prominent. Um, but then it comes kind of full circle with yeah. the synthesis. Well, and that's, piece.
2: A, that's interesting too. Like, do you have to have a horn section for it to be a funk song? There are there are some probably mm-hmm. that don't right or some some bands yeah. that kind of veer or just
0: don't well, have the a horn section did, but meters yes, didn't and they were yeah, funk but it's right. like this
3: New Orleans versus Ohio right, right. versus yeah we'll get to yeah. that we'll get to yeah yeah we'll get um, to
0: it great pick so James Brown officially oh, off the board now I'm bummed so out good. I wanted get a, I wanted get up off of that thing I really wanted that <laughs> that's song such a it's good not term. in the Hall of Fame I, I was going to nominate
1: but. Super Bad that's, that's one of my favorites
0: but it is now not nominatable is that a term yeah Nope. Oh, all right,
1: Brandon. He has, he has been uh, take us to the enshrined bridge. to maximum capacity.
0: By the way, um, that bridge is part of what made funk so integral to hip hop because you would have these bridge sections mm-hmm. where there wasn't singing; there was just instrumental. In a lot of cases, drum breaks that was perfect to loop in the world of hip hop because you didn't have to try to clear out vocals. You just had it's these one of really drum, rhythmic that, beats that mm-hmm. you could you could sample and rap over. Yeah
3: the minimal and the repetitive is such an important part of it. And it's, it's to me, it's like a kind of, uh, like an, almost like an fu to like people trying to show off in music and just say, we just need the feeling of a groove that we're just going to bask yeah. in forever. And we're just going to double down on this and just like find the best groove and write it and do it to death as a <laughs> JB's J. JB's title. <laughs> Brandon.
1: All right. <clears throat> um, so, for us, growing up in, uh, in suburbia, white kids growing up in suburbia in the 90s, funk was not a big thing at the time. Um, you know, this, this was the height of the, the grunge era, uh, the height of uh, teen angst, for whatever reason. Uh, we didn't want to feel happy. <laughs> um, and I... I, I, I I'm floating a theory out here Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like Wayne's world did for Bohemian Rhapsody and queen. I think uh pulp fiction did for funk. Mm.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I know where you're going. Brought yeah, it, yeah. brought it
1: back, brought it back into, you know, t- took this thing that, that was awesome, but was kind of L- not in the
0: literally changed the dial and just slammed it into our lives. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, so it it seems like that was the catalyst in so many of my friends' lives that after that film came out, bought the soundtrack, got into funk music, um, and that's where I I first started paying attention to it, Um, and here is one of my favorites from that soundtrack gets me every time. This is Jungle Boogie, Cool and the Gang. is cool and all but wouldn't it be sweet if there's like a really thick bass line that came in pretty soon <laughs> oh that'd be awesome
0: <laughs> oh
1: yeah it's like they
0: heard you <laughs>
1: Oh, there we go that that song does everything right
0: great pick it's so vivid in my memory the placement of the movie in the movie as well cuz that isn't that opening credits it starts off with a different song playing then you like yeah. hear the radio dial turn yeah. mid credits which i remember watching was like somewhat jarring to me like it immediately pulled my attention to Something different's going on here, and then it just launches into Jungle Boogie, and I immediately knew I was going to love the movie
3: yeah, <laughs> as oh soon gosh. as it did that. Yeah, I think I, I mentioned on our one of our episodes, Adam Murray and I watching this yeah. after a Saturday session of priesthood, <laughs> watching this movie and going to Media Play in Orem directly after and buying. We both bought, uh, or I bought the best of Cool in the Gang. There was two best of. One was the early Funk Essentials. It was 1967 to 75 or something, and the other one's was 76. I think he bought the later one. He had the, the pop. So I think I, like, here, you buy you, this one, and I'll buy the won. early one. You won yeah. the transaction. I did.
2: I did. <laughs> Definitely. And
3: that might not be true. He I, ended, I ended up with Joanna. I, so I don't, I don't know <laughs> yeah. much about right, cool? cool and the Gang specifically.
1: Yeah. Uh, how, how do they fit into this? I, I know I've heard you guys previously be dismissive of their... Pop or disco-ness I
3: actually like their pop stuff because Joanna is you know my wife's name, and, and I love. I've, I've, hey, trombone and a yeah. rock, a pop song. Anytime. I like their, <laughs> but I do like the funk much better than the disco pop stuff. But I think it's good. They had two kind of periods of commercial success, and one was early with Hollywood Swingers and with uh, Hollywood swingin which is on Bo- Bo- this same album, Jungle,
0: Jungle Boogie, Hollywood Swingin'. This, this album is pure funk. There's, yes, it's not wild disco. and peaceful. Yeah, yes. this album is pure funk like if you like funk you should own this album
3: right and, and then they had another kind of resurgence which was more pop more disco-y but they even have a period before this and I think I'm going to talk about it next in a few minutes if, if your pick is done
1: my pick is done
3: okay so I'm going to go with Cool and the Gang from 1969, what? their first album, and I have another. I have another pick that I would take, but I'm being strategic for the good of the Hall of Fame class. I think someone else is going to take my other pick, and this one would not be taken. And I, Cool the Gang is.
1: Uh, it's not really how drafts. Work. I know it's
3: not, but it's <laughs> best player available. I, th- I think That's someone right. else
1: is going to take Emmett Smith, so I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna take. I'm going, uh, I'm going with the, the needs of BYU. my team. Man. I'm going with the
3: needs of my team. And Don't bag on cool in The gang, early, early. Cool in the. It's really. It's not. It's selfish. I got to have Cool in the gang because they were as influence. Like I was liking the the maceo Parker, but that was more. It wasn't like I didn't even know if it was funk at that point. It was like when I first was listening to maceo Parker. It's like here's saxophone music that I like. It was that you know. Then I saw Pulp Fiction. I went to Media Play. I got Cool in the gang, and it was like. An initiation into funk at that time. So this this they had an album in 1969, and it was mostly instrumental funk. And and this kind of some of the stuff we were listening to on the Sex Machine song with James Brown talking to the band, and you hear them in the background less mic, but you hear them kind of like yeah yeah, talk, uh, uh, you know, kind of this kind of really adding to the rawness of the music. Cool and the Gang was doing that, I think, even at some level, like at the same time or before James Brown, or maybe right after, but in '69, which is sex machine 69 like around the same time they're they're doing the same type of it's actually 70 i think yeah uh, so in, in 69 there's a song by cooling called the uh, let the music take your mind um and it's uh, it's one of my favorite funk songs it's so it's got some vocals in it but it's heavily instrumental heavily horns they were like really horn heavy funk um, but all the ingredients are there and that's going to be my pick
0: The name of that one, Jordan. Let
3: the music take your mind. The and I think this one's important to me to include because a lot of times people think of Cool in the Gang, they think of Jungle Boogie, which is great, and they but they also think, well, they were really disco. Are they really were they just kind of late comers to funk? This is 1969, this is early. Yeah, if I didn't know any better, I would
0: say that was that was the JB's, right? It's very very similar. Yeah, um, the Cool in the Gang and Earth Wind and Fire are similar. From a trajectory standpoint, um, I th- there, there's no question that they are very much in the funk family, Mu- musicianship wise, incredible musicians, and then they both have this section of their career, like mid to late '70s, where they were kind of chasing like that FM gold, um, mm-hmm. like s- position where they they toned it down a little bit, kind of softened it up, and were trying to make. It feels like a little more radio-friendly stuff. Funk became mainstream. Yeah, in some and ways. I think I yeah. think that in some people, at least that era for them. Maybe and that's when I stopped
1: wearing the t-shirts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, right, but uh, but no, uh, cool in the gang. Uh, um, absolutely. So they are off the board now. I'm yep. pissed because Hollywood Swinging absolutely should have been in there instead of Jordan's pick. Yeah. But,
4: well, um, <laughs> oh.
3: I thought about Hollywood Swinging, but.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> I, I I gotta
3: ensure I think Cool and the Gang were really influential with that. But but yeah, it's Hollywood swing. It's hard to, to leave that off for sure.
0: It is. It is. Uh so James Brown and uh and 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 Cooling off. Off. All right. Um, I'm just gonna go. It's it's
1: hard to. It's hard to draft Walter Payton when you could draft Max Hall. (laughs) (laughs) What? When Max Hall's still there.
3: (laughs) You're gonna say that? Did you listen to that song? You were. You okay? You don't. You don't. You don't feel the funk. I don't know. You're thinking the funk. You don't feel it, you don't get it
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying to get it's better if it. than Hollywood if Swingers even Jason's never heard of the song to, do, I don't no, I've
3: heard of the song Hollywood Swingers is good But it's already drifting into that Which I, I'm going to have some late, late funk picks But it's already drifting into the pop yeah. I wanted to go with some of the raw stuff Since James Brown's already gone And this, this was recorded before most of the JB stuff before, Interesting. so
0: just, just percolate on that for me. Right, I'm going to percolate. Yeah. Hey, you know what? The pick's been made. It can't be changed. So. That's right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I stand with it, and and Set Brandon's going to listen
3: to it later and be like, "This is the best song on the whole." It's a
0: good. <laughs> it's a good. It's not that it's a bad song. I love the song. It's a
3: good pick. You know, you know the sample from it. it. Just wasn't the right, right, right in pick the, on the, in the. It's on Paul's boutique. Yeah, Perry, yeah, yeah. Which um, it's, that bro, it's that baseline. That the
0: one right before the bridge. Boom. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. All right, I'm taking my damn pick. Um, <laughs> I think I'm gonna go. I've already mentioned. Um, oh, I gotta. I gotta pick a meter's track. <laughs> um, so the Meters, I've I've said it before and I stand by it I think they're my favorite band of all time They're a really interesting band to listen to Because some of their albums are 10 three-minute songs with no lyrics And it's almost more just a series of extended grooves um, It may not be for everybody But for me, somehow rhythmically it just it just works for me um they're they're brilliant musicians so the history on them i'm going to give you a brief history of new orleans funk and this is where the it kind of started with the piano steve i think that influenced it brown even though brown may not have included the pianos prominently so new orleans there's a dude named professor longhair starts studying afro-cuban music Visits Cuba, gets into the very different rhythm there, and he starts building that into this um, kind of blues piano that he's playing. He influences a dude named Alan Toussaint, and Alan Toussaint kind of became the father in conjunction with um, Professor Longhair of this concept of New Orleans funk. And it's a very distinct drumming style and kind of shuffling piano style. And Alan Toussaint put together this house group, and the house band that he had was the Meters. Um, Incredible rhythm section. It had um, the Neville Brothers, before they were known as the Neville Brothers. Art and Cyril Neville were part of the original Meters lineup. Um, George Porter Jr., joseph zigaboo moteles mm-hmm. does aaron
1: sing aaron
0: me? occasionally would come in and sing aaron wasn't part it was our, his two brothers are and Cyril, um and they were just playing and then toussaint brought in this guy named lee dorsey to sing and so on early like alan toussaint and lee dorsey tracks the all the instrumentation that you hear is the meters. So I thought about cheating and and doing like a, a Alan Toussaint or a Lee Dorsey track to kind of get all three of them in, but I'm not, I'm just going to go with the meters because that's what my heart says to do. Um, I'm going to take the meters and I'm going to go with Hey Pocky way. This Mm -hmm. is mid-70s. This isn't early meters, but this is still them being very, very true to that New Orleans funk. So James Brown was then influenced by that New Orleans style. So he would come in early to the studio, and he'd say, I want a New Orleans drum beat. And that's what the JBs would give him, and -hmm. they knew what he was referring to. He didn't have as prominent of a piano, but that still influenced him. And so it kind of all circularly influenced Mm -hmm. one another, Mm -hmm. and they... People would take it in different directions. So, give me the meters. Hey, Pocky Way. It's from uh, the Rejuvenation album, which, again, this is one of my all time favorite albums. Everybody should own this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is this Marky Mark? Are you are you are you besmirching our our funk episode? I I seriously with
1: Marky Mark uh, List, and the funky bunch. Listen Something to that funky
3: weird happened right there. I felt like a spiritual decline. Like I felt like a darkness in
4: my soul. <laughs> What
0: is so wrong with this guy? He he looks so nice, and and clearly at some level he's kind of an awful human being. <laughs> Oh my
4: goodness what is awesome. that, for Wow. For the you know, Did on, not see that coming no. Is this
0: there's Is no, this not funk There's nothing funky About the funky bunch <laughs> <laughs> I think it was I think it was An ironic name Kind of like Little Miss John Lomer. In the Robin Hood <laughs> movie Like if, if you call somebody Big guy But they're little I think the funky bunch Was called the funky bunch Because of their Absolute this lack is, of funk yeah. <laughs> This is more rap
2: Really <laughs> No it's not <laughs> This was designed and To sell Calvin Klein Underwear That's yeah. it <laughs> Mission accomplished.
0: Oh, for that, that caught me off guard. For that, I feel like you should have way. to sacrifice your pick, your next pick to me. That was your, that was his pick. Or everyone
4: oh,
3: else gets an boy. extra
0: a fourth pick. Yeah, I'm gonna plot the. You o- want to know the thing? Card here's skip. the thing that's bull crap about freaking all of this. like I, I called him out on this. I knew it was gonna happen. But, I expected it on my but, last pick. <laughs> Not on my second to last pick, he juked when I expected him to jive, and yeah. it still caught me off guard, and it freaking pisses me off. This and look at him
3: laughing over there. That means he's gonna do it next time for sure. Uh, this is, this is
0: not right. The funk wing of the Hall
3: of Fame I'm sorry, I, demands more I clicked respect. the wrong button on
1: that. I'm sorry. Marky Here's Mark the right one. And,
3: and the funky bunch.
0: So if you're going to like consider the history, the origins of funk, the, the New Orleans style of funk is integral to it, I feel like that's almost the perfect amalgamation of, of New Orleans funk, kind of after they had really figured out their sound. They brought in, um, so obviously, some background horns on that track and... Um, Great song, great album, great band. Uh, When the first time I heard about these guys... So Dwayne officially introduced me to their music, my friend Dwayne. First time I heard about him um, was when I read... I was a... Weird kid And I read When I was in like Eighth grade I read The Hammer of the Gods Which was the Biography of Led Zeppelin And it is not a book That an eighth grader Should read Because it turns out They were awful people That did really bad things But in the, there's this section Where it talks about Them touring In the United States And when they would Come through New Orleans In the 70s They would request A private concert By the meters They would come wow. through And they would ask The meters awesome. To come play for them Like that's what They wanted to listen to And I remember thinking Thinking well, it if, whole court. Play for me, For really? Meters. <laughs> and I would think, well, if, the, if Led Zeppelin is like, I want to hear the Meters. This is this. Is that how you got into them? Then that was and, where and it, it, them it out? first like became identified in my wow. brain as this is that's something awesome. that's important. And then I didn't know how to find them because this was pre-internet. And then when I started playing music with Dwayne, Dwayne hands me a like a TDK mixtape. That was one side, the meters. The other side, I think, was Sly and the Family Stone, and everything changed after that.
2: Wow, it seems like uh, <clears throat> the the swing, the swung eighth notes, or, or or even swung sixteenths. That's not. That's pretty unique to the New Orleans style, right? And while you're, it's inf, you know the the maybe some aspects of the drum beat or whatever are influential that. I don't think that's, you know, JB, it's all straight, right? And most of the funk, like, even in the montage you played at the beginning, it was almost 90% straight. But then you you put a couple in there that was swung.
0: There was a Meters in the montage, and there was an Alan Toussaint, and there was a Lee Dorsey in the montage that all would have been New Orleans. So there's probably three points where it goes into more of that New Orleans shuffle.
2: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. There's a couple of JB's songs that have a shuffle, more of a swing to it. Um, I... Check out that JB's anthology. If you love, if you're loving that late '60s, early '70s James Brown stuff, yeah. There's, there's a double disc anthology. That's like 30 songs. It's almost all that.
0: Nice. All right, Steve, you're up. Marky Mark's off the table. Uh, well, <laughs> well, I think he only had one song, right? And that's been picked. So nobody yeah, else can pick absolutely. it. <laughs> yeah. it. Um, has moves
2: like Jagger been picked? No, I'm
4: just kidding. Uh, uh,
2: I think I got to go Stevie Wonder, Superstition. All right. Yeah?
1: All right. Tough to argue with. Sorry.
2: Low-hanging fruit.
1: Uh, It's a great song. Okay, here we go. Let's hear it.
2: So a couple of things that come to mind are, number one, it's like, you know, you have these bands like the Meters or the JBs that they they do funk. That's it, right? They just Mm -hmm. settle into it. Or even James Brown, who, I mean, he kind of has this career of Mm -hmm. like gospel soul, like many of the artists of the time, and then kind of lands on funk and said, okay, here's my thing. I'm going to stick with it. But then you have other artists like Stevie Wonder Who it's like, even on a single album I mean, he's, he's gonna have mm-hmm. a track like this But then he's gonna have other tracks And they just kind of pass through Or they they, sure. they use, or like Prince maybe Or, you know, that that Anyway, so it seems like I mean, I don't know if those are the only two categories But that just, it, it seems that He's he's an example of this amazing talented person that can do everything or anything he wants, and, and he obviously is drawn to this sound and this vibe. But it's not the only thing he does, you know. But and the other thing that's interesting, it's like the funky bass line. It's the keyboard, right? It's, yeah. it's clavinova. There is a bass in there, right? You can hear once mm-hmm. once he kind of gets that opening going, you can hear oh, there's actually a little bass underneath it, just playing a single note on the beat, you know, not doing a funky bass line. But the funky bass line is the. Is the Clavinova. And uh, what I didn't know is that he, uh, you know, these quintessential sound and everything is at uh, Electric Lady Studios in New York, mm-hmm. right? So this kind of connection with Hendrix. Interesting. And through this system, the Tonto system. I didn't know about the Tonto system. You know this thing? It's, it's like, it's this, uh, so Tonto is an acronym for the Original New Tambrel Orchestra, yeah. which is this whole huge Synth setup that had a Moog bass and then an ARP, multiple ARP analog synthesizers, and then a bunch of I think like effects pedals and stuff that that left over from Hendrix. That was all integrated into this big system. And the the, the guys that anyway, you can look it up, you can you can read about it. The guys that that built it um, had this whole history of doing it there doing their own album and getting stevie wonder's attention so he went there he runs his clavinova through the system and that's what kind of gives it its interesting edge it's not just straight out of it and, and didn't
0: he play multiple tracks on this song i
2: think so yeah i think you know he yeah mm-hmm. i think i don't i don't know if he did how, how much of it he did but yeah he he did multiple tracks and then they ended up moving their whole system to la to uh, the record plant, and again, other people use the system, and it's it, anyway. It was a whole interesting story, but that's
0: it's a good pick. I like uh, Stevie Wonder is is really impressive because sometimes when people do stuff that's not like their main thing, it feels like they're almost doing just a bad impersonation of it. Yeah, but he he did it on par with any. Like pure funk artist, his funk tracks are so undeniably funky. Um, they're really, they're so really good. good. It's a, it's a good pick.
3: So a controversial take on your pick, Steve. I, I love the song. I like, I love the pick. And the, at first, when you said it in my head, I'm thinking, I'm like, that is that funk? It's funky. But in my head, I'm like, I've kind of drawn this distinction between something can be funky, but that doesn't mean it's funk. If that makes sense, yeah. And so I, I'm, by, I'm happy to have a, have a vote. by Jason's, Maybe that needs to be like the fine print so of us, the Hall of give Fame. Give us a is reason why it's not. It could be expunged. I don't know <laughs> by a majority vote. Like it might, <laughs> it, it might be the the base not being prominent. It might be that there's I didn't hear there's syncopation in there. It might be that it was too complex. Like it wasn't minimal enough, or it wasn't kind of.
0: Uh, But it's not that. I love that song. Can you think of a Stevie Wonder track you would consider funk? Is Higher Ground funk? No, I would say that he has a lot of funky songs. So you don't have a single track that's a Stevie Wonder track in your mind. Not one. Though
1: a quality. What about you? I love it's a good What about you? You haven't done nothing. Sounds like Jordan's funk from... tent is a small tent.
3: <laughs> it's it's very well defined. Uh, it's very. But you know. But part of it too might be as <sighs> well, as uh, shallow as I had these like funk anthologies, and it was like you have your Cameo, you have your Gap Band, you have your Cool in the Gang, you have your P Funk. And you didn't have Stevie Wonder. You didn't. You have brothers Johnson, you know Ohio players. They couldn't afford the royalties. Maybe dude. that was it. But but it, part of it was it, it, it does seem like it's kind of like there's there's funky music and then there's funk music. And I'm you know I'm not
0: I'm I'm I like the pick because do, I think do, he does respect the one. He does respect the one in
2: superstition, doesn't he? <laughs> it's a good argument because it's it's a little different I, in terms of like the polyrhythmic layers. I don't know if there's quite as many layers. The horns. Are playing this unison lick mm-hmm. along with the bass, but but then again, you you see that variation in other f- actual more I guess orthodox funk tracks where the horns might maybe be the they're melody. playing riffs or maybe they're playing melodies. He's got a there's um, a, an
3: actual melody in the song that might be it. Every every Hall well, well,
1: of Fame has, has controversial what, picks. what I was gonna say about it, like Stevie Wonder, he's when I think of him, I don't think funk. Like right. that's that's not what comes comes to mind. I think of him as uh, as a pop star, right. Consummately crafted pop songs right. um, but i am i'm am glad that 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 Steve picked him i uh, I was thinking about higher ground as well for one of my mm-hmm. picks uh, i I think funk the tent is broad enough to include this i, I, did, I, I, I like did include the, superstition in my montage mm-hmm. um, yeah, i yep that's right i I think he brings uh, a songwriting element to it that a lot of the funk bands don't have, especially lyrically, yes, yes. lyrically, melodically, because that is definitely not the emphasis on most way right. you think of funk. Like it's, it's almost like funk songs. They, they come up with the baseline and the drummer, you know, it's like, we don't need a and Something like that. Yeah. If there's vocals, usually that could have been improvised on stage. Yeah. Or It's in the background. It's,
3: it's a, it like. uh, Yeah. You know? I think that's the main difference to me is that, you know, which But Stevie Wonder you
1: know, obviously puts a lot of thought into the melodies, into lyrics. He's he's telling a story, he's expressing things. Um so I think in in that sense he's taking it higher. Yeah. Um Would you say he's taking also, it to
0: higher ground?
1: <laughs> could be. <laughs> but all, but also hi, you hi. you lose something in the repetitive danceability, I guess. Not necessarily, maybe in, but, the, but maybe in this. But I think the
2: the more complex chord progressions, the 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 variations in singing and everything is something that comes into more orthodox funk in the seventies mm-hmm. too, right? I mean, I don't, I don't think like if you compare other things you would call funk to that really tight James Brown late sixty seventy sound, not everyone sounds like that. Well, you know, and we and we haven't even gotten into Parliament and Funkadelic, you know, which broke
0: all the rules. From a musical aesthetic, like a funk, like listen to Maggot Brain, mm-hmm. it's
2: not, it's more, it's more, more delicate, right, pure funk, than it's but more yeah, it's still funk. You know, yeah, I don't know. Right. Well, that's and I just true. checked the tempo, and I think we're right in that pocket. You it's about 100. Care. Yep. You no, know, it's a, it's so, a, I don't know. It's, it's a great well, pick. We got one dissenting vote, but that's not that. enough to. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. no, I, I, I do I'm think with the Hall
2: of Fame, a nomination or a pick can be expunged by a majority vote. I don't know. That that's I'm putting that out there. What do you think?
0: I think you have to stand by your pick. I think okay. the, I <laughs> think I think history needs to know if you made a bad pick <laughs> and they get to decide. <laughs> yeah. It's a what?
3: great it's a great song. I mean it's a great song. It's funky. I don't know if <laughs> it's <laughs> funk. I I'm genre. not say to say it's I'm funk. hoping
0: I'm hoping after your brother well, listens to this that you yeah. get a text that says, The hell are you talking about? Stevie Wonder is absolutely funk. <laughs> I, okay. hope so too. It won't I hope happen. so. I hope so. I don't
3: know if he has a strong opinions about All right, well, let's, uh, let's not, see what you know, Jordan thinks about, after
1: this. about this pick.
3: Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. It two? is not.
1: Um, I'm going with Earth, Wind, and Fire. And I'm going with late Earth, Wind, and Fire. Ooh. Yeah. So, so disco. We'll see if you guys think this, this still fits in the genre. <laughs> I'm getting ready, in ready to the be genre. so mad it's right September. now. I, I, think it, I think it still fits. And it's I it. defy you to... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever uh, Here we go, Earth, Wind, Fire Let's Groove From 1981, we, we got some sounds in there we haven't heard so far. Some '80s sounds.
2: I,
0: I, yeah, that, think, I think that's funk. Talk, yeah, the talk box great. was definitely a funk thing. Um, it's it's funk. I think it's I think it's more of a set like second like the second time we put in a group. That's probably where it technically belongs. But it made me smile. It's definitely funk, and I like the song.
3: It's good. <laughs> it's interesting on on Wikipedia the genres that list are post disco pop and funk which is whatever that's worth but uh, that's 81 that's later than I thought it was I thought that would have been like a 78 79 uh, but that's interesting that's it's a good, it's a good track yeah. I mean, it's fun it's, it's a good de- de- fast de- song you yeah. know what though I mean, it's, it's one it, that the
2: tempo is different because you don't you don't hear you know with the, with the funk tunes usually you're going and with this one, it's faster, so it's like you're not quite hearing all the little subdivisions that you sometimes get with the with the slower funk But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Good pick. Good pick. Earth, wind, right. and fire. I think
3: they belong. Okay, guys, this is my last. Jordan, we're round three. Final
0: pick. Final pick for everybody. This is I'm your struggling. chance to right any wrong. I'm
3: struggling because I am thinking of my friend Carl Jarvis, who, as I've said before, that I. Uh, you introduced me to the meters. I think it was a two, two-pronged. I think he was listening to the meters and telling me, and then you came with the meters, and I was like, okay, I need to listen to the meters. And, I'm, of course, uh, I'm, I'm not going to pick the meters. I'm not going to wipe them out of the, you know, take them off the table. We have <laughs> not heard anything other than in the intro from P-Funk. And I know them as P-Funk. I didn't go deep as you in terms of knowing Parliament and Funkadelic. You know, like, that came later to know, like, oh, Funkadelic was more rock influence psychedelic. Probably was more kind of the out there personas and and cartoonish stuff. But so I just knew the P Funk. So but I'm torn because there's P funk, but then I want to pick a kind of a deep
0: cut like the peak <laughs> peak like this. Funk. is the first round of the Hall of Fame. I know, man. This is so I'm gonna go P Funk. This is where P-funk. Babe Ruth belongs.
3: This I is just, where I'm sh- yeah, I'm going to go P-Funk. I'm going to go with their song. Let me see what year it was. It was 1975, I think. Um, and let me just pull up my spreadsheet here again. Yeah, 1975. The song is Mothership Connection in parenthetical Star Child. And and P-Funk, uh, you know, the early stuff we've So this is technically
0: to- Parliament.
3: Yeah. Yeah, this is Parliament. That's right. You're right This is Parliament I think probably The, the album I had Was P-Funk All Stars right. right And it had Had this stuff on there So that's how I knew Knew them But this is a, From a Parliament record From 1975 But what What I want to say About these guys um, Well let's listen to it first Then I'll have something To say about it
1: From the album Mothership Connection The title track We
3: might have a little skit In here at the beginning I can't remember
1: Well
5: alright
6: Gotcha citizens of the universe, recording angels, we have returned to claim the truth, partying on the mothership, I am the mothership connection,
5: get down in 3D, light year alright, you hear
6: the noise, ain't nobody but me the boy,
3: you've got Maceo Parker and Fred Wesley on the horns, so you got James Brown's horns,
4: hit it fellas,
6: Y'all
5: out here. Put a glide in your stride a dip in your hip and come on to the mothership. Loose Do boot, doing the well. fun. Hustle on over here.
6: I this
3: okay, so this was my pick, you know, I could have gone with so many different ones from these bands, I'm, I'm, I'm from, from Parliament, or the Parliament Funkadelic Collective. Um, but I chose this one just because I love the groove. I love the sounds of the the JB horns back there. I love the kind of this is one of the the peak kind of the cartoonish out there version of funk that was that really became what funk was. When a lot of people think of funk or when you get the funk kind of collections, there's certainly the early late '60s Meters, JB's, you know Sly and the Family Stone, Cool and Gang influence. But then it kind of in the mid '70s coalesces into this. Outlandish, performative, tons of people on stage, skits like all the hip-hop skits that people say, oh, De La Soul invented this, really comes back to funk. And I don't know if it existed before funk as well. I mean, James Brown was doing the cape stuff and and the performative stuff on stage. But in the 70s, and you guys might have a better sense than I do in terms of people like David Bowie and the New York Dolls in terms of the years that their stuff, they were doing their stuff. But you've got. You know, Funk is dressing up in their space costumes, and they've got a mothership coming down on stage. And all their songs have this kind of sci-fi. It later well, became th- allied cr- with Afro- Afrofuturism, which was a label placed like in the '90s. Back to Sun Ra. Back they to they created P-funk. a mm. whole
0: universe. Like they created, like they had their own language. They had they created alter egos. They dressed right. differently. They they had a. Sp- like you said a spaceship that would land that they would come out of and it was the mothership connection unifying the world through yeah. funk and it was it was really cool like it was weirdly beautifully mission driven but mm-hmm. it was also hypersexual and hy- like very hyperbolic yeah. in the cartoon nature right and just just these wild like yeah it, and part of it too to me is is uh
3: let's see i had um Wait, I lost my train of thought. As if someone else has something to say about this track,
1: I'll come back to it. You were saying something about <laughs> currency beans?
3: Yeah, currency beans. No. Oh, is that from the, the, the clip? There's a great Key and peel take on Parliament that's hilarious. But yeah, the the kind of performative stuff and the language. Oh, here's what it was: is funk music is interesting, and this is where to me there's the narrowness of funk is, and why it's almost kind of cheesy if unless you really buy into it it can be kind of off-putting and cheesy so much of funk is about funk like the music is always referencing itself like yeah. come on give me some bass or like make it funky or here's the funk i've got the funk do you want the funk like, <laughs> and you get into a period where every band that's doing funk, got three or funk. four of the songs have funk in the title make my
0: and, funk a p-funk
4: yeah, i wants to get funked right. up <laughs> like, <so every> <laughs>
3: funk. you've got cameo has a song called um you know, Confunction, the band Confunction They have Confunctionize um, Cameo has a song on their nineteen. These are both 1977 albums They have a song called Funk Funk And the skit <laughs> at the end is like a Star Trek inspired Like set your phasers on funk funk You know it's just
4: kind of <laughs> But it's, it's when, you lo-
3: when you're in it You love it but if you notice when people do Funky music over the past 20-30 years No one says so and so put out a Funk record or this is a funk song They say it's funky like that's why, to me, it's such a genre that's that you can place it between, like, Papa's Got a Brand New Bag, and 65 is considered the first funk song. Right. It was, it's very... You can hear the traces of the other stuff in it. But it starts to pick up its stride with Cold Sweat, 67. And by the time, 82, you know, Zap and Roger comes about, and Earthwind, and it's already pop and disco. It's like, okay, outside of that, like, funk doesn't really exist other than, like, you can make funky songs. And funk still exists, but it's like, it's so it's so... It's so weird to look back and see the costumes and the cartoonishness and some of the stuff that seems so cheesy
0: and strange now. the know? the latest, the most recent Childish Gambino album. or well, we can. What's that's the that's closest, like the thing. closest, that's we've closest come thing. That's the closest thing. That's like oh, this a, is this is a funk a album. A funk album, yeah. yeah
3: Anderson yeah. Pack is doing. I mean his stuff is super funky. You've got D'Angelo Voodoo. You've got a couple songs on there that are like this is a funk song. Um, but yeah, anyway. P Funk definitely deserves. I think they deserve two spots. I'm not putting pressure on any of you three <laughs> here necessarily. He's campaigning, but I also want to dive deep into some of these outliers like Confunction and Cameo and some of their early releases. Well, get them. They belong.
0: They belong in the uh, the next the next round of of uh, yeah. Hall of Fame inductees. This That's is hot. our this is our our next, next core, year. Our core the crew. Annual. Yeah. The annual. All right. My last pick um I'm going to stick with the the Family. I'm going to go Funkadelic. This isn't even necessarily my favorite Funkadelic song, but if you're taking like their, you know, the the Michael Jordan of Funkadelic songs, it has to be One Nation Under a Groove. Oh yeah. Um off the album of the same title and the this is that rock side of the same family. So just a little note um the The brains behind this whole P-Funk family is a guy named George Clinton, started off in Motown with George Clinton, and the parliaments was not breaking through kind in Motown. Right? Yeah, he, he, and he just wasn't making it, and he got tired of kind of playing by the rules. And so he went out on his own and decided he wanted to create his own thing and just really jumped into creating this artistic vision of what eventually became the, the worlds of parliament and funkadelic and they're kind of the pinnacle of probably that sweet spot 67 to like 82 where funk really had it, its strongest identity and parliament and funkadelic i think just took it to a completely different universe so hit us with uh one nation under a groove by funkadelic
6: Oh, Shake up! Here's a chance to dance our way out of our constriction. Call the beat, freaking up and down the up alleyway. With a groove I only got, we shall all be moved. Ready or not, here we come down oh, the one which we in. Can I get it on my foot?
0: <laughs> A little homage.
3: <laughs> you can kill it. Oh, man. I... So good. There's, so good.
1: So I, I love the little uh, synthesized horns that are kind of in the background. Mm-hmm. It's So
0: good. <laughs> yeah. um, the guitar is probably less prominent on that track than than most of Funkadelics' other songs. They usually have a much stronger guitar, but that's kind of like their their consummate dance track. I love how the the f- kind of the the first families of funk, which would be like James Brown and the JBs and that collective and Sly and the Family Stone and kind of his family members and then Parliament, P-Funk, and Funkadelic. And there's these members that kind of, kind of flow through each of those families. Yeah. And there's these little performance pieces and just these little things you hear said that are, yeah. I think they're homage and I think they're also just things that are
1: it's that they've the done and brought with them but yeah. you're
0: hearing like can i get it on the good foot like this yep. very james brown right. thing in this funkadelic track from the mm-hmm. what is that mid mid to late 70s yeah. and uh, it's just it's fun how it all it all kind of connects it just became its own language uh, anyway that's my final pick steve you're up
3: excellent pick it's such a good song
2: <sighs> i think i'm being pulled in an outliers direction but not necessarily the the direction Jordan was thinking, but the the, the track hey, I want to add right. is What is Hip by Tower no, of, power. Yeah. <laughs> of Power? Yeah. One of the greatest horn sections of all time. Absolutely. Yeah. Um Yeah.
3: Let it roll. It's a great it's a great tune.
2: Let it roll.
6: You started to let your hair go Spin big bucks to cop your wardrobe But somehow you know there's much more
2: I don't think we heard it yet,
4: My one no, of my favorite, my favorite lines
2: what is hip today might become passe. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hate that line. Wow. Anyway, go we, so we haven't even brought up Tower of Power. What do the people need to know about Tower of Power, Steve? Oh, I, I might not be the one to say, but just they got a killer horn section. The, this this horn section actually includes Lenny Pickett. Mm-hmm. As, as, I think this is the first album he plays with them on. So the, the SNL band leader, tenor sax player. Do I remember right? Um, this is off their self-titled album, yeah, right? that's right. Yeah, and I mean, they they... Are still gone? I, I saw them at the good old Zephyr Club in Salt nice. Lake in whatever... Rest in, in peace, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, right. In whatever incarnation they were in, in the um, mid-90s, I mm. think it was, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, so with a different, you know, lead singer, or I can't even remember, just one of their horn players was singing, and then also, they, but they were still together. I think they still had the original Barry Sachs players... D- and uh, some of the original.
4: Band I was members, really
0: curious to see if Tower of Power would break into this this draft yeah. because they're really important. They're not they're not as well known. They're not as prominent as some of the
2: other bands, but they made yeah. just some great Oakland-based. Yeah. Which is Sly and the Family Stone was Bay Area, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, so I mean. One of the hotbeds of the a-
3: yeah. of the
0: era. Great pick. No, mm-hmm. I think it's a really fun uh, fun side note on Tower of Power. Sword. So they they've been around forever, and they've rotated through members. One of their bass players was a guy named Victor Conte, who ended up starting this company called Balco, which is the company that sold Barry Bonds his steroids. That ended up <laughs> making it so that he couldn't make it into, into the Hall the of Fame. <laughs> Hall so <laughs> Tower of Power getting enshrined into the Let the Music Be Your Master Hall of Fame oh, wow. happened quicker. With Barry Bonds getting in, in the Major League Baseball Hall wow. of Fame, so deal, deal, with, deal with it, Barry Bonds. You freaking big hat, hat wearing, steroid <laughs> using fool. Tower of Power, boy. Uh, Tower of Power. <laughs> That's awesome. All right.
3: Well, final final,
1: final pick. is this is, this is number twelve.
0: I'm sorry, Mr. Bonds, if you did that. You're an excellent hitter. I just wish you wouldn't have used the steroids.
1: Yeah, i'm sorry <laughs> i I'm sorry that he was the only one that that used story wise <laughs> shouldn't have done that um okay pick number twelve last one uh here's another guy that i don't think is necessarily you th- i don't think you think of funk the first time you you hear him, but I'm going with herbie Hancock mm-hmm. who uh had a a run of great what i i think fits well into the into the funk genre. Um, in the mid 70s had a bunch of funk albums um so he's he's a jazz pianist played with miles davis john coltrane uh, had an awesome career through the i know he was going in the 60s i don't know if he was earlier than that too but <clears throat> um 70s comes around and like uh like stevie wonder herbie hancock also embraces the the new technology Uh, gets, gets into the synthesizers and then hops aboard the, uh, the funk train. And I think he, he brings a lot to it. So this is not one of his more well-known songs, but I think it is the funkiest. And when, when I personally think of funk music, this is one of my favorites that, that comes to mind, irresistible dance music. This is one of them. Hang up your hang ups by Herbie Hancock.
0: What album is that on?
1: Man Child.
0: Oh, I've never heard is that. that I was going to really say, really is that... Good. So he had yeah, a, from he 19, had, he okay, had a band awesome. that worked with him in the 70s called the Headhunters. They, they mm-hmm. were part of the Headhunters um, album, mm-hmm. and then they did some solo stuff. They are very, very funky. I'm wondering if that's the same band.
1: Doesn't say. It's good stuff. Jordan.
0: Yeah. Is that... Does that fit in your funk tent? That is funk. Yeah, I mean, so that's, that. that's funk. That's complex. What's to different me, between that and superstition? It's the no it's the
3: no prominent melody. No like the melody and the and the vocalist isn't like in front. I mean, this is instrumental. But it's also it's also the pieces that, the uh, bass, the way the bass was that that like That funkadelic song has prominent melody. that's true. But it, um, so it's it maybe that. Let's be get started. him the corner. Get him in there, I, I know it when I hear it. <laughs> there we go.
2: No, I do. You know, Jordan has caused me to to question, and I appreciate it. And I think, and there's something about the Stevie Wonder. I get it that that maybe the actual sheer number of uh, vertical layers, like there's fewer. The, yeah. There's a lot of complexity going on, but there's maybe fewer than I hear here yeah, in the Herbie Hancock yeah, the and in a lot of the other tracks. So that's that's yeah, I think come an on, important Rick, element. Step I'm, your pick. Then again, sex machine. Well, it's, song, I think it's pretty pick, but I just want to note for the record it's
3: funky and according to Jordan, it's not <laughs> funk, but it is funky. This <laughs> this is funk.
4: Certified every, Jordan Harmon Funk.
3: Even if every song on the album other than this isn't funk, this song is funk. All right. By the I know it when I hear well, it. well, he's, he's he got another song on the it.
1: album called stepping in it. So I'm pretty sure the whole <laughs> album is funk.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's run down. I'm going to review our list and then we've got a couple categories. I think we can blow through quick and yeah. then uh, and then we'll, we'll finish out. So uh, here's what we off. have for our our first ever wing of the let the music be your master hall of fame. This is the funk wing and this is the original 12 going in. We have James Brown. I got the feeling. Sly in the Family Stone. Thank you for letting me be myself again. James Brown. Um, better, what's get the the full spe- name? better get the, spell- yeah, yeah. Get the spelling, spelling right, right on that. On that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mice elf agi. again. Uh, James Brown. Sex machine. But the official title is, I think it's. Get on up. Uh, it, get up, it, I, I think it's get up. Sex machine.
2: I feel like being a sex machine. That's I just wanted what to. I, he- he- I just wanted to hear you say it, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, say it like sorry. you mean it, uh, kids. Uh, uh, number four. I'm sorry.
0: Cool in the Gang, Jungle Boogie. Five, Cool in the Gang, Let the Music Take Your Mind. Six, The Meters. Let the hey, music
3: be your master. You know, <laughs> let the music be your mind. Six, the, the
0: Meters. Man. Hey, Pocky, way. Seven, Stevie Wonder, Superstition. Jordan wants to put an asterisk by it. Uh, eight, <laughs> Might be
2: some protest. Earth, Wind, and Fire,
0: that. Let's Groove. Nine, Parliament, Mothership Connection. Ten, Funkadelic, One Nation Under a Groove. Eleven, Tower Power, What is Hip? And twelve, Herbie Hancock. Hang up your hang ups. That is our first 12. I feel good about this. Um, I'm excited. I want to hear from the people. Do you agree with our uh, with our first group of, of Hall of Fame inductees? Tell us where we got it wrong, what we missed. Um, how do you guys feel about this? I think it's
1: pretty good. I yep, feel, feel good mostly good. Level one. Maybe in the future we'll have, you know, like a pyramid? Funk uh, well, panel. the Hall of Fame Each each wing of it will have Multiple levels There's room for extension I, <laughs> like it, <laughs> I like it That's yeah. exactly what, what, what I acquired a lot of my... land In the desert uh, yes. We're going to have to Put 15. out a bond <laughs> to the public Yes We need to build a second vote level Vote yes <laughs> Vote yes
0: on prop <laughs> funk
1: I feel um, like Provo High Will
3: vote yes more than Pinky Absolutely Ray, Unfortunately <laughs> Thank
0: you um, So this concludes yeah. uh, Thank you for being with us Next week we're going to Dig deep This is just the tip of the iceberg Next week we're we're gonna dig deeper into some of the deep tracks that didn't make it. We're gonna have a little exercise of is this or is this not funk? Because a few of us have strong opinions on what makes up the <laughs> funk. And uh, just a little. Uh, and maybe even discuss the difference between something being funk and something being funky. So, uh, so tune in and uh, and get your funk fix again uh, next week with with episode two on our, on our funk series. Thanks, everybody. Thank you.
5: I can't get through